Hello everyone, this is Jennifer and this is the Dream On Podcast once again. So, today's episode, I think I'm going to do a little Q&A here, and this will probably take up um, the full 20-ish minutes that the episodes normally are, and if it does, then I'll stop there, and if not, then I will um, talk about something else at the end. So, I'm just going to kind of see where it goes, and I know that I've been absent for a couple weeks, I haven't posted any new episodes, but I'm still here, I'm still alive, I'm still doing the podcast. Um, I've just, like, I just started my semester at school, and I'm dealing with some things in my family, and it's nothing, um, that you guys need to worry about or anything like that, it's just some stuff that, that we're going through right now, so, it's very personal, and I will not share it here, <laughs> um, but I'm gonna do a Q&A, because I posted on the Instagram account, which hopefully everyone's following who's interested, and I got a lot of questions, and I expected maybe one person to answer, but a lot of people answered, so thank you for answering. Um, and I have, I have like, other ideas for episodes, but I'm struggling to pull them together a little bit. Uh, it almost feels like they're kind of scattered for some reason, and maybe that's just my brain lately. Like, I've been, I've been having trouble just sitting down and talking for some reason, and I think that that's just, like, kind of the mood that I've been in for the last couple of weeks, and um, that probably has to do with um, school starting again, and then, like, the family stuff, like, it just takes a lot of energy, and um, when I, when I'm passionate about something, like, I'm passionate about this, it takes a lot of energy for me to talk about it, because I really put a lot of energy into it, so that's why that's why I haven't been posting anything. And then also I bought a microphone for the podcast that I thought was going to be good. And then I got it and it didn't work. And I was really disappointed. So like when I got the microphone, I was really excited to record and then it didn't work. So I, I kind of lost motivation for a while because I was, I was sad that it didn't work, but, um, I'm going to get another one. I'm returning that one and getting another one. And, uh, I, I haven't mentioned, but I think season one is going to be, um, like 12 episodes and then I'll formally start season two and this is episode 11. So there's going to be one more and then I'll formally start season two. And I don't know if there's going to be a break there. It just depends on if school is easy or hard as the weeks go on. Um, the, the secret is I anticipate it being pretty easy. So there probably won't even be a break, but I'll start season two with a new microphone and hopefully um, better audio, so I think that that will be appreciated by everyone. Oh, and before I get started, I do want to say I will do more Q&A episodes in the future. I think they're really helpful for me because an issue, it's not really an issue, like it's the best problem I could have, but um, the issue that I've found lately is that because I lucid dream naturally, um, it's difficult for me to know what you guys don't know <laughs> because I've been doing it for so long and I do it without using um, like any of the techniques that people use. So it's difficult for me to help with those when um, I don't use them and I'm kind of biased against them just because, um, you know, I talk all the time about how um, what I like to do is I just ask um where I was before then, like, like, um, the question I ask is I say, hey, where was I before now? And why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, that's literally all that I do. I just ask that. 
And normally, um, if I ask that in a dream, then I realize that I'm just being dumb and that it's not real. Because most of the time you're doing something stupid in a dream. And in dreams, you don't have a memory of where you were, you know, 10 minutes ago because you were in the dream. And if you do have a memory, then it's probably a completely different place than you're in now because dreams, they shift when you're in them. So the storyline changes and the location changes and they're just like, they're wild by nature. So it's, it's just a good question and that's what I use. So when people are looking for a new method, that's the one I have to give them. And then when they're using a different one, I, I kind of ask, I'm like, well, why aren't you using this one? It's, it's the one I use, so obviously it's inherently the best. Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't help with other methods. It just means that um, for me personally, uh, I've tried a few of them, and for me personally, they haven't worked as well as that simple question. So, uh, yeah. So now I want to get to the Q&As. And just so you know, I'm paraphrasing these questions, so you might recognize your question, but it's in different wording. Um, obviously, the meaning is the same. I'm still answering your question, but I wrote it differently for myself just so that um, I understand it better or it's like more clear to me um, just while I'm reading them. So the first one is, do you typically have any trouble sleeping slash insomnia? So... For me personally, I, um, I'm i a pretty good sleeper. It takes me like half an hour to an hour to fall asleep. And for some people that's bad, but um, for me that's good. I mean, I'm fine with it. Um, unless I'm really stressed out, it'll take me under an hour um, to fall asleep. Um, if I'm stressed or um, something is wrong for some reason, then it can take longer. But as far as just a usual night... Um, I fall asleep pretty quickly, so it's good. Um, I'm, I'm a good sleeper. I'm a really deep sleeper also. Um, like, so my other family members, um, they are really light sleepers, but I'm a really deep sleeper. I can hear stuff, and um, it's kind of funny because sometimes I hear things, and then I'll consciously make the decision to stay asleep when I hear it, and that's kind of weird to explain because it's not in the dream that I decide to stay asleep like it's just in sleep so it kind of wakes me up enough to think about waking up and then I decide that I'm just going to stay asleep and then I kind of like fall back into a deep sleep again so weird but no I don't really have trouble sleeping or insomnia and then the next question is what got you interested in dreams or has it always been a passion so I mentioned in the first or second episode that it wasn't until second grade that I found out that other people don't control their dreams and lucid dream. And so before that, I didn't think that it was anything special that um, I lucid dreamed all the time. So I obviously I didn't have an interest in that at all because I just thought it was normal. And then in, like, fifth grade, I started um, actually thinking, like, I started thinking about it a little bit more. So when I was 10, um, I started, uh, that's when I started, like, being actually interested in it and actively trying to figure things out. But I couldn't really find a lot. And then it wasn't until probably, like, the, la the past couple of years that I was actually able to learn things and... Um, start researching it for real because the internet is a wonderful tool but it's difficult to navigate if you don't know the proper terminology for things and 
I think that I finally started learning how to phrase things better and how to actually search for things. So um, I guess it's always been like a personal passion just because I love lucid dreaming so much. And I think that it's a big part of um, just like my personality and who I am as a person because I've been doing it for so long. So it's always been a part of my life. So it like I think it's had a large impact on just how I view things and how I view myself because I've always been able to do that. And I think that it would be different if I had learned um, in my 20s or in my 30s than it would have been, you know, as a child because I was really young and I was already controlling my dreams. So I think it probably had an impact on me as a person and just how I view the world around me and how I interact with it. So, third question rolling right along. Do you think we already interpret and change the memories of dreams just by writing them down? I struggle because what I've written down uh, never accurately expresses what really happened in my dreams. So, this is a really interesting question. I really appreciate this one. So, do I think that we already interpret and change the memories of dreams just by writing them down? Um, I think that you inherently do, um, just because what you're writing down, um, when you're awake are the things that you're focusing on as like your waking self. And like, it's kind of weird because, um, like when you're, when I'm asleep for me personally, right, my goals are different than when I'm awake. So when I'm awake, I might say, oh, wouldn't it be cool to do X, Y, Z the next time I'm lucid? But then the next time I'm lucid, suddenly I just don't really care about those things and they don't matter that much. So I think that um, just because of those different priorities that we have when we're in a dream versus when we're out of a dream. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Now my phone's on do not disturb, so we will not be disturbed again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I swear. I'm a pro. This is 11 episodes in. Most of the time, I remember to put it on do not disturb. I swear. I do. It's just been a while, so I'm, I'm a little rusty. <laughs> okay, so um, I think that just because of our um, inherently different priorities, and I don't know why they're different, but just because we prioritize different things when we're asleep versus when we're awake, I think that once we wake up, the things that we think stand out about the dream might not be what we thought stood out when we were actually there. So um, just as an example, I had a dream a few weeks ago and it had both of my recurring dream characters in it. And that was a huge deal because most of the time they're in separate dreams and they don't often, um, they're not often around each other. I don't think I've ever, no, I've never seen them in the same room together. So um, in this dream, they were both there. And while I was in the dream, I didn't think anything of that because I was just participating in the storyline of the dream. So I was actively just like engaging in the plot line of it and, you know, being the main character or whatever. And it was a cool story. But when I woke up, the story wasn't what stood out to me. What stood out to me was the fact that both of my dream characters were in the same dream together and that was crazy because that doesn't really happen to me. So that's what I really focused on when I was writing it down. And of course, I got the storyline and I talked about the scenery and all that stuff. But when I was in the dream, I didn't even care that they were there. They were just they were just playing their own roles in the dream because it's like a play, you know? So we were all playing our roles and we were being our own characters. 
and the storyline was playing through. So, like, yeah, I think that we do inherently change the memory of the dream, um, just when we write them down and when we remember them when we wake up, uh, because we think that different things are important than we do when we're there, and different things stand out to us. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, because... I don't think either perspective is right or wrong. It's still us both ways. So it's just a different perspective and there's nothing wrong with getting more than one perspective. So as long as you write down like all the details that you think are important or that are interesting, just like, you know, get as much information as possible. And honestly, if you write down things the wrong way, there's not going to be any repercussions for that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's just a way to do it, you know? It just doesn't really matter that much. So if you write something down that's wrong or you write something down that doesn't really matter, nothing bad's going to happen. So I just don't think that it's an issue to worry about. Um, I, think it's, I think it's just fine, and it's just, it's just something interesting about writing down your dreams that they're a little different than they maybe were in the moment of the dream. And then, next question... How long are your lucid dreams? Mine are short, around four to five minutes, and then I wake up. So, um, there are, like, debates about this in the scientific community of how long an individual dream actually is. Um, the last time I checked anything, which was uh, a couple months ago, um, the consensus was starting to be that, um, however long the dream, like, however long, um, time is in the dream is the amount of time it actually took to dream it. So they, they used to say that, um, in a second of time being asleep in the real world, you could dream an entire day. And I always thought that that was a little bit sketchy, um, just because, then I think dreams would be really, really long, and they're not that long. But um, more recently, they've said that um, it's probably like minute to minute. It's generally the same. So that makes a little more sense to me. Um, and for me, I, I can be lucid like as the dream transitions between like a, um, from, a, from one dream to another, I can be lucid for the transition and just like become immediately lucid in the next dream. So if I had to say how long they are, I mean, it can probably be, it just, I mean, it depends on the sleep cycle, right? Because if I, if I fall into a deeper or lighter sleep between dreams, then I'm not necessarily just going to be lucid again. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably like half an hour at a time, you know, half an hour, um, 40 minutes at a time. And then... I can be lucid more than once in a night, so it really just depends on the sleep cycle, but definitely more than four to five minutes. Um, when you say that they're like four to five minutes and then you wake up, that does raise the question of if, um, if you're waking up in the middle of the night or if you're waking up like early in the morning or even late in the morning, because... Um, for me, I know that um, when I lucid dream and it's really, really clear and like vivid, um, most of the time that is in the early morning. So um, those are the ones that you're that you might be waking up from. 
just because at that point, I think it's easier to lucid dream because you're a little more awake and you're a little bit more aware, even though you're still sleeping. But at the same time, because you're so close to waking up and you have that awareness, it makes the dream a lot more unstable. So it's kind of, it's like a trade-off because you're more lucid and things are still really cool and vivid, but you're right on the edge of waking up. And there's not really going back from that once you're awake and the dream is shattered. Like, of course, you can go back to sleep and you might be able to fall into the same dream, but it's not the same. So um, if it's the middle of the night and you're waking up after four to five minutes, then it's probably your own um, excitement and just like... um, like you're getting you're getting too emotional for some reason and then that's pulling you out of it. Uh, it can be a lot longer than five minutes for sure. Um, so as far as stabilizing the dream in either of those um, situations, just looking at the ground is really easy. Um, I look at the ground a lot. Uh, focusing on like physical sensations. So like um, if there is maybe a fountain, you could put your hand under the water and just feel it. Or you could just focus on like, I don't know, anything physical. If there's a dog, you can pet the dog and just focus on the dog. Find a rock, pick up a rock and just stare at it. Like all of those things that are like grounding almost, like those grounding exercises, those should help to stabilize the dream. So try those and that should make it um, last longer. Other people have found success in spinning for some reason, like they spin around where they're standing and then they stop and I guess that stabilizes the dream. I haven't personally tried that so I can't say for sure if that works, but many people say that it does. So I will trust the majority on that one. And then I saved this question for last, and it is, do you ever experience flashbacks to old dreams that you've never written down and had forgotten? I sometimes remember old dreams as I write new ones. And I saved this for last because this totally happens to me. Sometimes I will wake up and I'll be writing down the dream from the night before or even the night, like the night before the night before, you know, just catching up. And then I'll remember a dream that's so old that I don't remember it. Or like, it's just one that I've never written down. I've never um, recalled it before. And sometimes it'll be the whole dream. Sometimes it'll just be a snippet of it. Um, But this totally happens. And I guess the question is, at that point, um, should you write down the old dream or not? And I, I mean, it's up to you personally, just what you want to do. But um, when they're gone like that, I, I kind of just let them stay gone. And there's almost um, like a kind of guilt to it because it's like you're letting go of the story. But, you know, you can't realistically writing down five to six dreams every single morning when you wake up is probably not attainable anyway. And if it's already faded and um, not quite clear, and it's from however long ago, then at that point, there's really, there's not much point in writing it down because it's already been gone for so long. And writing it down now probably won't even cement it into your mind. And that's really what the purpose of writing down dreams is. Of course, it's nice to have um, a physical or digital record that you can refer to, 
But what it's really about is just focusing on the dream and understanding it and committing it to memory. And it's really more of a mental process than it is something that is physical. So if you've already mostly forgotten it, um, it's still cool to remember, but I, I don't write them down at that point. Um, unless it's something really amazing and uh, something I really like, then I might write it down. Or maybe just write down a little piece of it, kind of a note. But, you know, it's a, it's a personal thing. A lot, of, a lot of lucid dreaming translates into very personalized elements. And it's really just whatever works for you, whatever you want to do, whatever is most fun for you. And I think that that makes it a little bit better because it's, it's more personal. It's, it's something that you can't share with other people because you're the only one there and you're the only one who's in control, um, unless you have dream characters who are rude to you and bully you, like mine, which is another story, but I like both of them anyway, and that's kind of weird too, because I know them, and they act like they know me, and they're people that, no matter how much I talk about them or describe them, or even if I drew them or painted them perfectly, like, there's no way for other people to ever meet them or speak to them, or anything like that. And in some ways, that's kind of sad, you know, like you could have a super cool dream that you wish you could share with other people, but you'll never be able to. And that's kind of sad, but also it's mostly just cool because it's something that you made for yourself and you got to experience all by yourself. So that I think is, oh no, 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 I have one more thing. So someone asked if um, I was gonna make somewhere for, like, all of you guys to, um, connect specifically with each other, just as listeners of the podcast, so, like, a subreddit or, like, a discord or something like that, and I actually do really want to do that, um, that's been something in my mind since the very beginning of this, but I don't want to do that until I have, um, a substantial number of people listening, so, That'll probably happen, I mean, it just, it depends on the growth of the podcast, but it'll probably happen, um, end of season two-ish, so, you know, a few months from now. I just want to, I don't want it to be super small and then have, like, 20 people there, you know, because, like, not everyone who listens has an interest in joining a community like that, so it needs to be enough people that you have a substantial number that are actually interested. Because I don't want it to be like a little ghost community where there are five people who are active and everyone else isn't there or is silent. And it's just sad to go there. So I'm going to wait until it's not sad to go there. And then then I'll make it. And I think it'll be really cool when it does come up. Um, so until then, um, on Reddit, there's like the general lucid dreaming tab. And I'm in there now. And I, I give random people advice. It's just, it's so bad. People ask some really dumb questions sometimes, you know, just really dumb questions. I'm like, "Hmm, maybe you should have listened to the podcast instead of asking the universe and getting no upvotes and getting no response, but that's okay. (laughs) We can all do our own thing. So, um, this is the first Q and A episode that I've done. I will probably do a lot more in the future. Um, I was surprised that people responded um, as much as they did. I really appreciate it. I'm glad that you have so many questions to ask and I am happy to answer them.
So as usual, I have the uh, bu -bu -bu, whoa train of thought off the rails. I have the social medias in the description of the episode, as well as the description that I wrote for the episode. I do write them. Please read them before you listen to the episodes, because I put time in there. I take the time to write you a description, and you don't read it. <laughs> so thank you all so much for listening. Have a nice day. Have a nice evening. Um, and dream on.